Welcome to the Market Leaders Podcast, where you'll find valuable marketing and business development insights from innovative thinkers. The podcast series is brought to you by Ackert, the company behind Pipeline Plus. Tired of overcomplicated CRM? Pipeline Plus is the easiest business development tool you'll ever use. It helps you organize and focus on your most important relationships with instructional e-learning tutorials and concrete suggestions from our built-in AI. Pipeline Plus gives you everything you need to get new business from your existing network. Visit ackertinc.com to learn more. Hello and welcome back to the Market Leaders Podcast. I'm David Ackert and today I have two guests. One is Steve Martini, a highly experienced CPA and business advisor with a focus on business consulting and management advisory services. He has over 30 years of working shoulder to shoulder with hundreds of clients and has built up a vast network of business contacts. He is widely recognized as a center of influence and a connector in the Los Angeles business community. I also am honored to call him one of my friends. Steve, great to have you on the program today. Thanks for having me today, David. We also have Larry Braun, a partner at Shepard Mullen. He is the former leader of the firm's corporate practice group, previously a managing director of the largest private investment banking firm, on the West Coast. Larry, in his role at Shepard now, represents public and private companies in the areas of mergers and acquisitions, corporate finance, securities, and general business. He is also widely recognized as one of the most successful M&A lawyers in the LA deal community. Larry, a pleasure to have you with us. Well, thanks for having me, David. I'm glad to be here with Steve. You know, I try to ride Steve's coattails anywhere I can. Right. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about this unique relationship. So the two of you are longtime referral partners, longtime friends. You've referred millions of dollars back and forth between each other over the years. And I'm curious to know what were the origins of your referral relationship? Uh, When did you first meet and what were the circumstances? Larry and I met about 26 years or so ago. Uh, I had just gone out on my own as a CPA, was building my own practice and was looking to get connected to people like Larry, because I'm a strong believer in developing a referral network. I was in a couple of, you know, in Los Angeles, a couple of local referral groups, which were good, but I was looking for even more connections. So I got referred into a, it's a national organization called Provisors. At that point, it was a very localized marketing business networking group. So I visited a, a group in locally in Encino, California, and uh, liked the group, liked the people, and uh, was fortunate enough to uh, be accepted in as, as a member. At that point, I think Provisors maybe had 400 members, mostly oh, just about all in the LA area. And it seemed like a good fit. It was a room full of attorneys, bankers, uh, insurance people, real estate, et cetera which was to me a good good fit for my practice. And again, in addition to being fortunate enough to get in, I, to join, I was fortunate enough to meet Larry, who I believe had you know, joined the group a couple of three years prior to me. David, I got introduced to this whole networking thing through Provisors. It was then called Professionals Network Group, but I actually got lucky. I got introduced to it through the founder, one of the prime movers, a guy named Gordon Gregory. And Gordon's no longer with us physically anymore, but he is still with us in so many different ways. It's really amazing. And, uh, you know, for the audience out there, a lot of people hate this stuff, you know, and, and frankly, I'm, I'm not an outgoing guy. 
some people now and then used to think I was shy. What Provisors did was provide you with the opportunity to understand how to make this work for you and for your personality. So not the 7,000 members of Provisors nationwide aren't all the same. They're all different people with different skill sets, et cetera. But what, what Provisors gives you is, one, you can develop this vast network very quickly in your local area and have resources nationally to people in different areas if your clients require those needs. But what it really teaches you is you really should get to know people. And when you get to know people, you become friends. And Steve and I are now friends. I don't golf, so I don't do that with him. But we've gone on hikes and things like that with one another. And it makes it, a, it, makes it more fun because you really know the people. You refer business back and forth. And then you have a great time taking care of your clients. So networking and provisors and organizations like that give you the ability to really learn how to do this and take advantage of those relationships that you develop. Yeah. What it really does is, I'll add to that, it, it facilitates what, and I don't think provisors invented this term, but the concept of no like trust refer you're in a room with people uh similar looking for have similar interest uh, business-wise certainly and you hear people speak you hear who sounds smart so you get to know them and then you develop relationships and honestly most of the people i've met in provisors i honestly like and then once you know them and like them you start to trust them and then once you start to trust them it builds a referral relationship and that's what provisors doesn't force it, but it so encourages it and presents that scenario. And I think why those type of organizations work. So let's talk a little bit about this no like trust refer model, because it sounds like, you know, for those people who have the benefit of participating in an organization like a provisors, there is already this structure, this forum for getting to know, as you say, Steve, a number of other professionals who might be compatible and might become referral sources as you and Larry have. But uh, without that kind of a forum, how do you get to know professionals in the business community? I mean, what what if you don't have access to a networking organization or if you don't already belong to a networking organization, you know, many people who are moving up the ranks in their career have this question of where do I start? You know, one of the things that's interesting, we have, um, you know, we're a 60 person firm. I'm a senior partner. Uh, we've just brought in some junior partners. And what I've we started here and other firms do, and I know Larry's firm does it, is it's a mentoring program. And since one of my main responsibility is developing relationships and business development, I've started mentoring them. And you know, the challenge I think for that next gen who really don't have a big book of business yet is, you know, what what value do, do I add? So even, you know, whether it's in a networking organization or just hanging out with fellow professional friends on a, on a weekend or going out for drinks at night, is I tell them, you got to think about what value you can really add to them uh, beyond a direct referral. And there's tons, tons of value. Uh, I've shown them things like, you know, you have a good friend you went to school with, uh, they're a labor attorney. And then you have another good friend who has a firm or works for a firm that is a, a corporate M&A attorney, right? 
but they don't have practice conflicts, but they have ways to refer to each other. So I, you know, I show them just by making those kind of introductions, you're adding value and, and you're seen in, a, in, in kind of a different light. They look back and they go, oh, wow. Yeah, you know, I just got this nice piece of business from this uh, labor attorney. Yeah, Steve connected me to them uh, a year ago or gave me the encouragement to connect them and make referrals. Um, when you're in these settings, you know, sound smart, sound current, sound like you know your profession, because that's a way people are going to hear you. And, you know, frankly, it's it's probably easy for me. Everybody's got tax issues. So, you know, it's easy to sit and help people problem solve uh, a tax issue or a tax matter. And I was able to do that even when I first started out in my networking world. So I think the key is for the next gen to find the right ways to get connected to people, organizations help, but if you don't have access to an organization, then just doing it in the group and form your own quasi organization or groups or of friends. That's great. Thanks, Steve. Larry, what would you add to that? Oh, uh, I think the other thing is, yeah, you have to have the bigger picture when you think about doing this. And, and Steve absolutely does. And, and I talk to people about it all the time. And the bigger picture is you have to think about long-term. It's about long-term relationships and how you can bring value to those relationships. And one of the things I talk to people about all the time is you have to care. You have to care about the relationship and the people you work with and the clients you service. And if you do those things and don't, don't, don't put the pressure on yourself to, I've got to get business or I've got to give somebody business. And you, and you talk about it more, you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint and take the pressure off yourself and you'll have more fun and you'll get better results. If you do what Steve said, which is to show your value proposition, whether that is through the types of work you do, the types of work your organization has or the people, you know, and the way to help people get real results. Yeah, and let me, I'll add one more thing to that because it just kind of made me think about one of my junior tax partners who's, you know, fairly shy, not really a social, social person. And she's actually, it's interesting, she's built up a book because she does a great job with the existing clients and the existing clients love her and they refer their friends and affiliates and stuff. So I, I, I don't think this woman has spent one day networking out in the community. But you know what? She's been with us 20 years. She does an incredible job. She's smart and clients love her. So she's built up not a huge book, but a decent book of just existing clients who keep referring friends. So we talk a lot in our work with folks about the business development archetype. And uh, it turns out that uh, in the model that we use, there are three archetypes. One is the relationship builder. And I'd say the two of you definitely fall into that category. You know, you're, you're outgoing, you're gregarious, you're not afraid to schmooze and socialize. And the second one is the expert advisor. That's the person who becomes the go-to simply because they have niche expertise in, a, in an unusual area. And so the work tends to come to them uh, by virtue of that characteristic. And the third one is the service maven. And that's what you just described, Steve, someone who is so good at delivering client service that they end up 
building momentum within a book of business. All they need is one or two clients and they service those clients so well that those clients not only expand those accounts, but they also tell others about it and it builds on itself. So it's great advice for those who might be coming at this thinking to themselves, oh, you know, I'm not like Steve. I'm not like Larry. I don't necessarily have that proclivity. Uh, You can find your way through this maze. It's just a matter of playing to your strengths. I also really appreciate what you said, Larry, about you have to care. You know, you may not be somebody who has a knack for business development, but you care about people. There's somebody out there you care about and you can develop that caring relationship with other contacts in the business community who then turn into meaningful referral sources. So these are really valuable takeaways for anyone who maybe hasn't quite figured this out yet and is still uh, still trying to, to navigate it for themselves. David, I, I've actually participated in a program. We, we at Sheriff Mullen used your program for educating some of our younger people. And uh, people shouldn't think about it as being in those three separate categories and picking one. Really, you should be in all three. But what you might want to do is emphasize where you feel most comfortable. So uh, it's it's not one or or the other. It's really all three, and you you use a blend. And every now and then you have the luck of somebody like Steve's person who's really skilled in a particular area. But most of us aren't, you know, blessed with being brilliant. So we have to do it the hard way, which is be good at some things, be a little bit gregarious, and then just care about people. And when you blend all those, it's a lot more fun, by the way. And, and that's one thing I wanted people to understand. However you do this, and to the extent you do it, just try to have fun doing it. Because it can, it's a lot of fun learning about people and everything. I mean, I go to Steve now every time I want to do a vacation. i got to ask him where I'm supposed to be going. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure he can give golf instruction, too. Mm-hmm. So, you know, going back to how we do this and how the re- relationship works, it's because we both... I think think we each do great work, but we like each other and the clients can sense that and are a lot happier working with us. Yeah, that's absolutely right, Larry. There's uh, in terms of that archetype, you know, you have a dominant trait, but everybody is somewhere on the spectrum with all three of those. And it really is just a matter of recognizing where to lean in. Uh, And then, as you say, it does come back to the relationships, the people that you like to hang out with. That's where you want to put your energy. So it doesn't uh, it doesn't end up feeling like a slog, uh, this whole business development exercise. So I have a question for both of you here. You know, we're we're going through an unprecedented set of circumstances right now, uh, not only in terms of the pandemic, but also uh, there's a tremendous amount of client demand. There really has been for well over a year now. And many times when the topic of business development comes up, younger professionals will say, man, I just, I can't even think about it. I have so many pressures on me right now. Uh, I've got to service all of this demand. Uh, You know, the pandemic is yet another reason why you guys keep talking about golf and vacations. I'm not doing any of that stuff. I'm just working from home and grinding hours. So what is your response to someone who might be um, having considerations or concerns when it comes to some of these more classic approaches to developing relationships and developing business? Well, you know, it's interesting. Timing's very good. I just had a, a meeting last week with one of our rising stars here. He's only been with us six months, but he wants to get involved in networking. But he's his wife's pregnant. He's got a two-year-old. Yeah, he's still 
is billing his, you know, 2000 hours a year. And he says, how can I do this? And so I think the, the plan is for like somebody like that. I, I just set a reasonable goal for him. And I gave him like kind of a, a blueprint of, listen, this is real life right now, but you have fellow professional friends. I said, I just want you to schedule two lunches a month with them. Cause I know I've seen you eat schedule and schedule a couple of breakfast or cocktails because you do have a pregnant wife at home. But I said, lunches you can do because you're, you know, you're coming into the office three or four days a week. And so I laid out a reasonable plan. And then I also laid out a plan for him to edge into networking, but you know what? Not till the summer. I said, cause we're going to come up, we're going to look at your hours because he, I think he has the gift for it. You know, and so I want him to ease into it, but you got to set a reasonable plan. I, I have, you know, five lunches and five breakfasts in my calendar every week. He can't do that. Right. But, you know, a couple of lunches a month with your, you know, your buddy, the you know, M&A attorney or whatever, and start building these relationships and ease into it. And then he's one of the people I'm mentoring. Him and I are going to meet every three months. I'm going to want to see his calendar. I want to see those lunches in the calendar and I'm going to help him build it up because I'm going to guess he's mid thirties. He's really smart and he's very personable. I think he has the skill set to be doing the outside stuff. So that's, I, I think you just got to lay out a program that fits real life. It, it's a little bit about what I said earlier, which is it's a marathon. So you don't have to do everything in a day, just as Steve was alluding to. And then uh, you have to really, I, it's funny, I had this conversation with one of my senior associates today and said, you know, you're thinking about networking as going to meetings or going to a particular event, you know, taking your twin kids to a birthday party or taking your son to a soccer game and being there with other parents, that's networking too. You network constantly all the time and you just have to focus on it. And you don't have to be at a networking event saying, hey, I'm a lawyer and I'm an accountant and I do all these things because it goes back to what Steve said earlier, which is once they know you, once they like you, then they start trusting you. And then one day somebody says, oh, well, that person's a lawyer. And they go, oh my God, I had no idea about that. And then they're going to call you up on every legal matter they have from divorce to estate planning to M&A transactions, and they'll be yours forever if you do it that way. So it's giving people perspective, as Steve was just mentioning, on how to go about doing this. That's great. It's very helpful. Um, so we've covered a lot of ground here. We talked about uh, the importance of starting with some sort of formal structured group like the two of you met improvisers and if there isn't one that's already available to you seek out organizations where you have some exposure to other people that you can uh, get to know the social activity developing synergies with people that you genuinely like people as you said larry that you can care about and as over time developing that know like trust referral kind of momentum you also talked a little bit, Larry, about how you sought out social activity with Steve. Let's go on a hike. Let's go on a vacation together. Let's do something outside the confines of, you know, a business lunch or formal networking, just because it's more fun. And like you said, it, it's got to be fun in order for it to be sustainable. 
Steve, you talked about seeking out mentors, asking for introductions from them. Their uh, expanded network will invariably be a resource that you can tap into, especially at your appropriate demographic. And it sounds like both of you do quite a bit of mentoring within your firms. So there is usually someone at every firm who's willing to take uh, someone else under their wing and, and uh, set them on the right path. And then finally, you talked about setting reasonable goals, setting reasonable expectations, and preparing yourself to run the marathon. It's got to be something that is sustainable. It's got to be something that isn't overly ambitious. One foot in front of the other over time will get you down the path. Anything either of you would add as we think about uh, what are the sort of the key takeaways for people that are looking to accomplish some of the things that the two of you have accomplished, both in your independent practices, but also in your relationship as friend and referral sources? Yeah, I'll, I'll give two. And then, Steve, maybe you can chime in. Uh, the, the advice I give people all the time and talk about is it's all about people. If you love people at all and, and you don't have to have a in-depth relationship with you go vacationing. But I find that if I talk to anybody, I'm going to learn something about something, what they do, where they vacation, what restaurants they like, what their practice is, some interesting case. So it's all about uh, people and getting to know them. And everybody provides value. And if you can give value back uh, and be equally interesting, that's then it's a home run. Yeah, and, and let me add, you know, just uh, and, and these are both fairly, you know, fairly recent, real quick stories. Um, my wife and I were out New Year's Eve. We're sitting there. We're talking to a couple that's at a table next to us. We just started a conversation. They were nice people. They were going to Italy this summer. I'm going to Italy, blah, blah, blah. And by the end of it, the guys in the entertainment industry, because he was asking me, snuck in a tax question when I told him what I did. You know, by the end of the night, he asked for my business card. And and so all it was was just sitting there, being open, having a great time and being conversive and stuff. And then as Larry, it's just knowing people and getting engaged with them. And the quick it's funny story is a few years ago, this me knowing a lot of people, sometimes my wife it's the her chagrin. So we're in uh, Paris, just her and I, our 25-year wedding anniversary in this beautiful hotel, walking through the lobby. And from behind, somebody yelled, hey, Steve. And the look on my wife Allison's face was classic. Like, can we not go anywhere? I said, honey, this is how we're affording the trip to Paris. So it's <laughs> these kinds of relationships. You know, you just build them. And before you know it, before I look back, uh, and, and also, as Larry said, a lot of them are just dear, dear friends. Uh, I remember my son's bar mitzvah. I had two tables of friends who also I do a lot of business with. But they're dear friends, you know, and you develop those kind of in-depth relationships. That's, that's where I believe uh, business comes from. Well, that's great. We really appreciate your advice and your time today uh, and uh, sharing your insights with the audience. So uh, Steve Martini, Larry Braun, uh, I appreciate you both. And thanks for your, uh, thanks for your thoughts and uh, look forward to reconnecting with you, hopefully in person soon. Thank you, David. Thanks for the invite for today. Yeah, thanks, David. And good seeing you again, Steve. Good seeing you too, Larry. 
Today's episode was brought to you by Ackert, the company that solves business development problems for professionals around the world. Visit ackertinc.com to learn more about our consulting, coaching, and technology solutions.